And now, get ready for your favorite podcast. I drove past that the other day and I've been meaning to go back. Two guys who don't know Jack about what they're talking about. I can't think of anything offhand. But they will lead you through a journey of local music in Milwaukee. Get out of here. What are you doing here? I'm trying to walk here, eh? Trying to walk here. What don't you get, huh? And now, it's Local Pulse with Mark and John. Go back to the woods, you freaking hippie. Hey, what up, guys? This is Zonda from the band Scarlet, and you're listening to Local Chords. Today on Local Chords, it's podcast number 21. And Mark and I are super tired, but we're here to deliver another episode, hot and fresh, just like a warm loaf of bread. We'll talk with Zondo from the hard rock band Scarlet. We'll talk about Halloween plans, machines taking over the world, and robot dogs. Grab your aviator shades, throw everything in your pill cabinet in your backpack, and make sure you've got your fake ID, because we're getting ready to rock, only on Local Cards! Welcome to Local Chords. Today is Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, listening, sharing, viewing, friending, liking, and following. We're your only number one music-based comedy cast from southeastern Wisconsin. The only? That we know of. Okay, good. Hi, all you cordies. I am Mark. (laughs) We are broadcasting live from Waukesha, Wisconsin, or as some of you might call it, Waukesha. It's our 21st, uh, 21th. It's our 21th episode, and it is also October 27th. Whoa! Whoa! Hi. Hi, Mark. Hi, John. Oh, hi, Mark. How are you doing, John? God, you and I are both so sleep-derived. Okay, yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Local Chords, the world's greatest podcast known to man. You haven't noticed Mark and I are a little bit sleep-deprivated? Yes, sleep deprived. That is the word. Um, This whole podcast might have a different energy than usual. Yeah. You know what kind of energy? It's the kind of energy where you go to the gas station and you get one of those energy bars for like $4 and you're like, oh, this is going to give me lots of protein and lots of power. But 40 minutes later, the tummy starts rumbling and it's off to the bathroom. Did you just compare our (laughs) podcast to like a laxative? It's kind of going to be what it's going to be like. <laughs> all right, John, before we go any further, let's just sit back and kick it a minute, all right? Sports in one minute! <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys, let's 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 all kick it together. Because, John, it's not just you and I you're here. Still talk- not- you're still talking about kicking it, Mark. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it feels like it's just you and I in this room, and, you know, no one is out there. It is just you and I in this room. Well, it also feels like it. Be be that as it also it, feels like it. <laughs> be that be that as it may be. Oh my god! It also feels like the situation that is there. <laughs> All right, sports in one minute. Let's talk sports. Sports one minute. The Bucks started playing again. I love how that's the only note that's in here for sports <laughs> in one minute. I'm sorry, I didn't do the full outline for this week. Bucks in one minute. The sports are playing again. Okay, that concludes Bucks and or sports in one minute. Packers, uh, they won, right? They won on Sunday. Yeah. They also will be playing on Thursday night 
It's a it's a short week for them. They're going to Arizona. Good for them. Yeah, they're going to take on the I think the seven and zero Cardinals, and it sounds like it sounds like Devonte Adams is playing. Rogers is not playing, and. Aaron Jones is not playing. Is that true? Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. Did you hear anything about that? I don't no? know. All I know is he's growing his hair long. Yeah, I heard it was for a uh, Halloween costume. Halloween costume, and then he's going to chop say it. Halloween. I say Halloween. It's Halloween. Well, hollow. I mean, hollow. Halloween is with an A. Hollow. The word hollow is with an O. H O L L O W. Hollow. Halloween is H A. Hal. Hal. Or I guess if you're going to say, I'm going to go walk down the hall, it's Halloween. Please pronounce it Halloween. <laughs> I say Halloween because the origin of the word is from All Hallows' Eve, the Day of the Dead. Hallows' Eve. El Dia de Muerto. Eh? Dia de Muerto. El Dia de Muerto. Um, but yeah, All Hallows' Eve. What are you going to do for El Al Hallow's Eve, Jack. Um, I don't know if I'm doing anything on the 31st. My family sometimes does things, and I'm kind of waiting to see what they've got planned. Right on. Uh, Are you going to do anything personal to honor the idea of death? (laughs) (laughs) You just stared at me like, uh, what? (laughs) Um, No. Maybe go out into a farm field that has now yielded its crops and is now dying off and returning itself to Are you talking about pumpkin picking? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> talking about that's honoring a, that's the That's how idea. Mark describes pumpkin picking. When you go off into a field that's now dead <laughs> and you're going to take its yields for the year. Pumpkin picking. I yeah. might carve a pumpkin yeah. for, on the 30th. Yeah? Yeah, I might do that. Do you like the feel of the goop and the seeds? No, but I carve the little baby pumpkins. I carve the little itty-bitty ones. Oh, yeah. you t- Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. How, do, how do you do that? Oh, uh, carefully. Yeah. Tiny knife. Tiny knife. Tiny, tiny knife. spoon. You could use a drill. Tiny newspaper. Tiny newspaper. Do you have any tiny newspapers <laughs> where you lay them out? God. They're like four inches I by four I know what you're inches. talking about. <laughs> this is a newspaper for a mouse. God. <laughs> What are you doing for Halloween? Anything? Uh, I'm going to go out into a farm field that's yielded its crops and just pumpkin picking. light a candle and sit there and think about death. At are mid- you okay? At hey, I think we need, to on- we need to honor death just as much as we honor life. Death reminds us that all is temporary and maybe it can create some thankfulness in our hearts and summon some fire in our bellies to go live while we still can. Know what I mean? Who hurt you? <laughs> How uh, how much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, John, check this out. All right? Yeah. All right. So we are working for the eventual takeover of machines. Are we not? I mean, if you th- what are you talking about? Are you talking about industry or are you talking about music? I'm talking, or are you talking about, about everything. I'm talking about everything that we're doing now in the world. Everyone. We are working for and towards the eventual takeover of machines. Well, I kind of understand the ideology behind it as if something else is taking over doing the physical production of things, then human beings can go out to find different talents and different things that they're good at, and then it's like a peace of mind in that. I feel like there's going to be a whole renaissance of things at that point, but I also feel like there's going to be a lot of people that are very confused and without purpose. Mm. 
Yeah, because the jobs we were doing are, are now being yeah. done by machines. So and where like, does that leave us? And my question is, like, you know how with anything, there's a specific group of individuals that does it and charges 10 times more expensive cars. There's like, a, there's luxury cars. There's luxury handmade things. There's luxury mm. anything. I bet there's always going to be some group of artisans that still does it by hand. Yeah, right. It might not be as much for money anymore. Well, n- now they've tested... Can a computer program write a song? Have you seen that? No. And it it can and did. So that's one area where it's going to overlap at least. that's a little terrifying. And it can, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) They want my job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Let's say machines are now making machines. Like machines are building machines. Like the old-fashioned way or like... (laughs) What, what old bit? I'm what? joking. <laughs> Is there an old-fashioned way of machines, machines making creating machines. machines? All right, so let's say machines are now creating other machines okay. to do, you know, job purposeful jobs. Do you think machines are going to take over, like, the world? Like, is this going to be like an iRobot? That depends on us. Well, exactly. The Matrix, iRobot, exactly. That depends on us. Will we... Wally. No, will we? No. Oh, Wally. Oh. <laughs> Wally. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. See, they're already infiltrating our normal conversation. Continue. Will we allow machines, the Intel, to create other machines? That's where we come in. Well, if machines can create other machines, then they're not going to need us. Uh, right. So if they become a higher level intellect type of scenario well we will eventually the the even if the machines create machines we will run out of um like raw materials to create the machines to to create the machines to to create metal etc so will we in input the type of uh intel and i mean data into a machine that is creating another machine to teach it how to harvest uh, materials you know lithium and copper I yeah by then i would assume if we're talking like years in the future i would assume we've gone to other planets to steal their resources because our country is greedy as shit and <laughs> <laughs> and where is all of our gold Gold used to be the most harvested thing on this planet well yeah but then 1863 happened and everybody harvested it at all well, some is stored in <laughs> Fort Knox, right? Yeah. Some is, I mean, there's really no gold anywhere as far as what it used to be. Nah, time out. Okay. You go into Milwaukee, you go on the north side, but you can find some gold in some people's mouths okay. and around people's neck. Sure, fair enough. But the type of, <laughs> the, the amount of gold that You're was right. being harvested, uh, maybe let's call it 3,000 years ago, that gold is no longer being harvested. Where is it? There's no gold to be harvested. It's all in safes. It's been sifted through in the rivers of... It's buried in Mark's backyard. California. His addresses. <laughs> it's been beamed off planet by Sumerians, probably. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen those things? Those. Like, How did so- we get on this topic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, does it make you work harder or want to advance or make you want to advance more and faster in your life knowing that 
this is the eventual outcome? I that think we, that machines will be our slave lords. I think that the end goal shouldn't be whether or not a machine can do things. I should be whether it should be whether or not you want to do something. Okay, fair enough. But even in the pursuit of your own dream, mm-hmm. um, you're not combating the advancement of technology going into what a machine is capable of. That's true. Did you see that video of the missile shooting robot dog or whatever? No. Oh my God, check that out. It's a it's a dog, apparently, that can shoot a missile up to like 2,000 meters or something. Wow. Robot shooting dog gun. Does the dog have a name? <laughs> New robot makes soldiers obsolete. Look, you know, at, look at that thing. I could be for the whole tactical warfare without sacrificing human lives. I could be for that. I could understand using androids or drones versus anything else. You're talking like, about androids, android machine armies versus other android machine armies? Yeah, instead of people versus people. I could get behind that. I feel like that could be better. Hmm. Now you're talking about who has the most resources China. slash money China. slash intel China. <laughs> <laughs> to win a war China. like that. <laughs> well, in, in, in Chi- I mean, as, as, far as, as far as China's view of the world, we are not, we, the United States, are not in China's idea of the future. Uh-uh. <laughs> the United States is now China number two. Try China number 14 compared to them. Let's be real. (laughs) Okay, here's the robot uh, dog. Robot dogs now have... Robot dogs now have assault rifles mounted on their backs. This is from October 14th, 2021. Don't pet the dog. Yeah. All right. Yesterday. Though Ghost Robotics is partnered with a number of other companies to explore defense and security applications, among others, for its QUGVs. This appears to be the first example. Okay, so there's a four-legged robot dog-looking thing walking very crisply and smoothly off of a flat road down into a ditch. I mean, that thing looks like it's alive, doesn't it? Mm, Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here it's got uh, components to determine where the shooting might be coming from. Yeah. And fire out to 1,200 meters or nearly 3,940 feet. Wow. It's almost a mile. All I can say is if your dog looks like that, you're going to want to take it to the vet. Yeah, probably going <laughs> to need to get it checked out. Probably going to need to get it checked out. All right, John, what do you say? I say that... I don't know. <laughs> well, whatever happens... I mean, I'm kind of with you, honestly, just in general. Like, I'm going to keep pursuing my dream. And uh, we'll see what the robot dogs have to say about it when the time comes. Sounds good. All right. Coming up, we'll share some words of wisdom and do some silly stuff before we talk to Zondo from the band Scarlet. Due to technical issues with my brain and how tired I am, there will be no words of wisdom this week or ever again. Words of wisdom. Ah! 
Today's interview on Local Chords is brought to you by Juniper Real, handmade ceramics and goods from Ozaukee County. All products are food safe, dishwasher safe, and wheel thrown. These are high fire ceramics for pets and people. Available at Bonsai Pet, The Arts Mill, and AM Coffee in Ozaukee County. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook. Special orders are welcome. Just email juniperreal at gmail.com. Or check out their website at juniperreal.com. And now it's time for the meat of today's podcast, our interview with Zando from the band Scarlet. Scarlet is an original modern rock band comprised of members from the Fox Cities area in Wisconsin. The band was formed in the summer of 2017. It is their mission to bring their high-octane sound and stage presence to every show. Their full album, called Split From Reality, is out now and came out in 2019. They also have multiple singles available online through Spotify, YouTube, etc. Let's check out their song called What It's Like To Be A Beast. And now, without further ado, please welcome to the program, Zando! Yo, 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 what up, guys? Hey, Zando, how's it going, man? Pretty good. How have you been? We're good, thank you. We're doing good. What What were you up to five seconds before before we called here? Jeez, oh, five seconds before, well... I actually, I uh, was, I'm laying in bed currently. I'm actually, I sleep on an air mattress, so it feels pretty good. Oh, nice. <laughs> we feel you yeah. there. John and I are actually rather tired today. I don't know if it's just that time of the year or what. What, what are you tired from? Uh, so I'm a full-time law student at Marquette Law in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So that's what I do during the day. So I'm kind of, kind of taking a break from that before having to do some homework. Yeah, I could see how that would be tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that sounds like a, a lot of studying. Hey, how lo- how far are you along in your studies? Uh, so this is I'm currently in my third semester. So at the end of this semester, I will be halfway through law school. Wow, dang, awesome! Congratulations, man. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah! All right, so Scarlet, how did this band form? Um, how did you guys meet? What are your relationships to the other members? Uh, what is this band? For those of for those of uh, our listeners who don't know, let's see. So, Scarlet, I, I believe it started. It was formed in the summer of 2017. Um, I was still in undergrad at that time, so we would play one-off shows every once in a while. But uh, the album did not release until the summer of 2019. After we released that album, uh, we we had some pretty quick success. We opened for the ex-ambassadors, and we opened for um, Saving Abel. We were scheduled to open for Buck Cherry, but it fell through. And everything was looking upward. At the end of 2019, we signed to a record label. And then 2020 came, and uh, the pandemic took the momentum out of everything. So now we are just getting things started back up. We got an EP coming out in the spring. And, uh, yeah, just looking to capitalize on, on the new year. Wow. Hell yeah. That's really impressive that you guys opened up for that many people and that many big names right away. That's really cool to hear about in anybody's career. Yeah, everything was happening pretty quick. It was, it was very exciting. Um, we were playing, 
when the summer started, we didn't really have anything planned. And then as more and more people heard the music, we were getting requests to play at these shows. And so we were just like, all right, I guess we're playing this weekend and now we're going to play again. And those shows became our practices because we didn't have time to practice anymore. I mean, across everybody, we had jobs. And at that time I was studying to go into law school. So I had that going on and, um, yeah, it, it was just, it was a really exciting time looking to get back to it too. Yeah. So how have you navigated, um, the pandemic as it were? Um, are you guys trying to play more shows now as we're coming out of it? Or are you kind of focusing on finishing up recording for that EP in the spring? Uh, the EP was actually recorded in 2019 in October before the pandemic even hit. We were planning on releasing it in 2020 before you know the world shut down. So we've just been sitting on it this whole time. Uh, actually, the single that you mentioned in the beginning, what it's like to be a beast that is off of the EP that will be coming out this spring. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause you have a video for that song, which came out in April ish, 2020. You're right. It was right. It was like the week before the world shut down and it was like, I don't know, it was just really bad timing, but who knew, who knew that the, that was going to happen. Right. Right. I mean, what are you going to do? You know? Exactly. So we didn't really do too much over the summer of 2020. And I think we played a total of three shows during this, during the year of 2020. And then, um, this past year or this current year, we played, mm, I think we only played a total of four times. Um, so yeah, I've actually been scheduling out 2022 as of yesterday. So we're looking, we're like starting to book shows and, it's looking like it's going to be coming back. Yeah, very exciting. Looking into the new year, what's the lineup of the band looking like? Instrumentation-wise, people-wise? People-wise, we got the good old L.A. Viper on the lead guitar. He's uh, He's been there. Well, he's not an original member. I'm the only original member left, but he might as well be an original member. Uh, so we got him on lead guitar. We got the riff mistress on the low end, the bass, and we got... Quentin Cafal on the, the heavy artillery on the drums. Well, that is the coolest sounding lineup I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> How did this guy get the name? What is it? LA fitness Viper. What was it? <laughs> LA. Less, what was it? The LA Viper. Oh, LA Viper. Yeah. How, how, what makes him the LA Viper? That is awesome. I mean, I'll tell you the real story. It's not really as cool as the name itself, but he, when he was auditioning with us, uh, he was like 20 years old or something. So his dad like took him to the audition and his dad was like, call him LA. Like that's like, like the nickname, whatever. And the kid, his real name's Luke. Luke told me he wanted to be nicknamed Viper. So I was like, <laughs> okay, well, what if I just call him the LA Viper? So one one day at practice, he was really pissing me off, and he was like, "I'm the LA Viper, like whatever." So I ended up telling him, "I was like, yeah, but the way that you're going, you're more like the Louisiana Viper." 
So he was trying to he was trying to uh, flex on you with with his own nickname that you gave him. Hey, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got the LA Viper. You got Mistress. Uh, what was it? The Riff the, Mistress. The Riff Mistress. The riff yep, mistress and the Quentin Tarantino guy. Who is that? Uh, Quentin Cafal. He looks a lot like um, what's his name? Alice Cooper. At least that's what I've been told. Okay. Yeah, I saw I saw I saw him in in the video. Yeah, he does a bit. Yeah, I could see that. All right, yeah, cool. So you and the you and Viper have been playing together a while, hey? Yeah, we've been playing together since I believe it was. Yeah, it was like right away when 2019 started. We've been doing that. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. So what else is going on with um? So like. Do you write the songs? Are you the band leader? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're the you're the you're the guy. You're the main guy. Yeah, I guess I'm the main guy. I write all the songs. Uh, I write the lyrics. I book the shows. I do. I mean, I'm not Scarlet, but if I if I was, then I would be that person. That made absolutely no sense. But like, <laughs> no, I feel, I feel you. Like you are Scarlet. Like you're the if, inner workings. Yeah. If, if you're not there, this, this band is not Scarlet basically. Right. Right. If I get shot on stage and I die, then yeah, it's over. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Then they become crimson or burgundy. Are we maybe. allowed to air this? Is there going to be an argument in the band and like a mutiny and stuff? <laughs> No, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't rule with an iron fist. I always try to take into account what's in the best interest of everybody and the band itself. So, and I think that they know that uh, there's definitely like mutual respect with everybody. But you know, somebody's got to be the leader, for sure. So you write the music. So can I pick your brain a little bit as far as songwriting goes? Sure thing. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, just curious. I mean, I I picked up on some themes checking your music out. Um, maybe you could just share with our listeners what is uh, music to you in the way that you are displaying it through this band. Um, what kind of you know? Do do you have a message or are you just rock and rolling? I mean, I picked like I said, I picked up on themes, but if you had to kind of break it down and say this is what it's mostly about for me, uh, what is songwriting to you? Uh, let's see. Well, I can break it down by like. At least I know for sure what the theme of the first album was, Split from Reality. Uh, I had written that, right, you know, of course, this is what always happens. I had written that right after uh, me and my girlfriend had broken up. So it was one of those, like, I guess, a coping mechanism with it. But I guess it's for the people that have left your life and, you know, you're left wondering why this happened or maybe you know why it happened and you're just trying to cope with it. And that's essentially what the majority of split from reality is about. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. That can be some um, uh, deep time of songwriting there from that uh, place of loss. Hey, right. Yeah. Essentially it's about loss. Um, the main song that really got a lot of traction was, uh, is memories actually. And that's still like our most played song. And that, that essentially is the message of the song that if, <clears throat> the only place that you can revisit these people is in your memories because they're no longer in your life, whether it be through death or you guys just don't talk anymore or, you know, a br bridges were burned or, you know, somebody moved away. Uh, those, 
those people will always be in your memories and you can revisit them there. Okay. So what is your experience with writing music outside of that place of loss? It's kind of morbid, but do you try and write from outside of that place of loss or do you find that it's, you know, more easy to write from that pain or do you try and, you know, how to, how do you go about that? Um, I think it's probably easier, although <clears throat> for me personally, and everybody's different when it comes to songwriting, uh, if I get into a headspace, if I uh, am trying to create a picture or like a movie through the words, that's the headspace I get into. So for what it's like to be a beast, I wanted to write a song about the devil and it's his temptations. Um, so it's not a s song from the point of view of, well, actually, actually it's, it is, it's both. One is the devil, one verse is the devil speaking to you. And the other is like you trying to not succumb to the devil's forces. And I don't know when I wrote that, the words of that, I had to like get into like this weird headspace. Like what would the devil say to me at my weakest moment? trying to get me to succumb to him. It was weird. Like, <laughs> that's cool. Dang, that's powerful. But it's cool that you can tap into that viewpoint and kind of keeps you on your, your guard, hey? Right. I mean, ultimately, that is what it is. You learn a lot about people when they're at their lowest point. And when people are at their lowest point, they're definitely at their most vulnerable. So I just kind of took that into mind when I was writing this. <clears throat> Yeah, so is that kind of how you write? You kind of get an idea in your head and you kind of see it like a like a movie picture story and you kind of get the lyrics to tell that story to kind of show the whole the whole viewpoint? Yeah, yeah, I would say that that is. I've never actually thought about it, but yeah, that that is what I do. Right on. That's cool, man. Thanks for uh taking a minute to tell us about your writing style and how you write and what your uh your muses are that you draw from. Um, that was cool to hear about. So um, you guys have been a band since about 2017, like you were saying. Uh, I'm just curious, what are some of the cooler experiences you guys have had together? Um, you haven't all been playing for years and years, but what's some cool stuff that you've experienced together as a band? I got a couple. I mean, like, yeah, there's always, like, there's always cool stuff happening at Scarlet. No. <laughs> Um, our first show was the worst show ever. And I'm really surprised that it didn't just fall apart after that, because honestly, if somebody would have been like, Hey, let's play this, let's form this band and spend all this time practicing. And then, Oh, we got a show. If I would have done that show, I would have quit. It was awful. We, we played at some, I don't even know what it, what kind of hotel it was. It wasn't a Hampton Inn, but it was at a hotel. And it, it was in like the party room that's right next to the swimming pool. So like this little room, it's like, you know, like where little kids have their birthday cake. Yeah. Like a little side room. The one that looks in yeah, the pool. Played, yeah. The side room with the, with the window, right. In, so you could see the kids swimming in the pool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was awful. There were like chairs lined up on the wall and people just sitting there with their arms crossed. And we were told that the PA would be provided. 
So we show up with our instruments and everything. And at that point we were still playing with an electric drum kit. So we showed up, plugged everything in and the microphone to sing into the PA system was so awful that it couldn't handle the drums and the voice. So I turned off the microphone and started like screaming over the music. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then I was, I was so disgusted with like just the whole gig that I can't see without my glasses. So I took my glasses off and I just imagine that me blind screaming over rock music. <laughs> to a bunch of swimming kids in their water wings. Right. It was awful. It was so bad. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a bad one, but at least it might make for a better memory or story. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like that was rock bottom. Like, you can't do any worse than that. Um, but maybe the coolest thing we did, and I don't know, I'm just going off the top of my head. Oh, I almost made a really bad joke. <laughs> uh, go ahead. We love bad jokes. I was like, probably the coolest thing was when somebody got shot at one of our shows in Milwaukee. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus, that's not really a bad Rock joke. And roll. It's just kind of like <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I was like, well, I never actually witnessed anybody getting shot before. Like, I'm sorry. But I heard like popping noises and I actually thought it was part of, I thought it was like the speakers or something. I was like, what? That's kind of weird. And I didn't realize what had happened until I saw people running. And I was like, oh, somebody just got like shot. And I was like, show's over. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so well, that's rock and roll, hey. I guess I I don't know. I, I and then I mean like I'm not upset about this, but I don't even think the guy died. Like the guy emptied the whole clip and the guy didn't die. And like I'm happy he didn't die, but I'm thinking like, man, you had like the whole clip and you didn't kill him? Like I'm sorry. Oh god. <laughs> that's such a strange thing to say. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I told you it was a bad joke. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, um, looks like we're going to wrap it up here, actually. <laughs> Not because of that. <laughs> End it on that story. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it worked out. But. <laughs> All right, so it looks like we can check you out on Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. Yeah, all we are multi-platform, so you can find everything at our Instagram page, Scarlet Official Band. The link in the bio will take you everywhere. Um, yeah, you can also find that through Facebook. It'd be Scarlet Official Band, and uh, our logo is like a. How do I describe this? It's a woman with red hair with a white face. Perfect. That works. Yeah, she's got like a white, you know, very pale like uh makeup. It's like a like a like a geisha. Yeah, okay. I got it. I got it. Yeah. So what about uh upcoming shows? You guys got anything in the works coming up soon? Upcoming shows, the everything's tentative as of right now. Uh we're currently booking starting end of February. We you know, we're looking at Chicago and Milwaukee, Green Bay, around that area. Uh, the one show that is more likely to be finalized is it's a New Year's show in Janesville, Wisconsin, and that's at the Back Bar. Um, yes, but as of right now, 
I'd have to answer no for 100% shows. All right, cool. Got some stuff in the works for this winter. All right. And then it's looking like spring. We're going to be talking about that upcoming EP. Oh, yeah. We got a video. We've got to drop a couple videos with it. It's going to be it's going to be a good one. It's, uh, it's a lot heavier. Well, I mean, it's a lot heavier than Split from Reality, but it's also right on par with what it's like to be a beast. So, All right. All right, man. Sounds good, Zondo. Thank you. Um, hang on the line for a second, okay? But uh, again, thank you for taking the time to do this. We really appreciate it. And please stop by the podcast again sometime if you can. I'm Katie with Katie and Mark's custom tree walking sticks. Boy, am I sure glad you're listening. What we have for you today is the biggest special we've ever offered. We are offering 95% off. Yes, I said 95% off on your very own customized tree walking stick for babies and the elderly. They come in brown, tan, dark brown, light brown, some with a touch of green, and a medium brown. Here are some real reviews from real people, not actors. Mine's just for him. And mine's just for her. And I'm a baby. That's right, folks. Come on out and get your two-month-old the very own customized tree walking stick. All those other babies are going to be so jealous. See y'all then. Welcome to Where Is That Band? A segment where John and I wonder about a band we saw some time ago, but now don't know anything about them or what they're up to. The featured band today is The Killers. Today on Where Is That Band? According to a quick Google search, The Killers have an official website. Shall we view it? Yes, let's see what they are doing. The Killers website, thekillersmusic.com We are going to click on a tab entitled Showtime. Wow, they're on tour. Crazy. Where do they play next, John? Their next show is in Chicago, Illinois at Aragon on December 7th. 2021 so they're they're alive and well they're here they're they're doing okay they're here (laughs) they're here in chicago (laughs) coming up on the 7th december 7th of this year december 7th well i guess that solves a case of where is that band instead of announcing events today we're gonna do this Sunday, 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 Monster Truck Mayhem! This weekend only, in Knoxville, Tennessee! The parking lot at Three Rivers Market! $20 a head, but babies, children, girls, and guys get in free! If you love trucks as much as we do, then we'll see you there! Monster Trucks all day! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Sunday!
Well, all you courties out there, I know, I know. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. Go see some live music this weekend and remember to follow Scarlet online and buy their music. For this week, signing off, I'm Mark. And I'm John. Thank you for listening and feel free to share this podcast with anyone you want. Take care. We'll see you next time. From the colder, crispier air and crunchy brown leaves of southeastern Wisconsin, you've just enjoyed another installment of Local Cards! I mean, like, I'm not upset about this, but I don't even think the guy died.